this week on Bonus Barrel. What? Resident <laughs> Evie. Yeah, but the style of it, it reminded me a lot of Seduce Me. I don't know, you're right, let's get abolished generations. Down with generations. Boo. I saw the bear, I didn't see an alien and an alligator. This fucking immortal, never ages, like, ten-year-old yeah. kid or whatever. Over... I think he had one birthday. And their souls are repurposed in the form of, of projectiles. Don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it. Bonus barrel. I'm Rob, and this is... I'm Shelby. Left. A very confused agent. Okay, that, the intro is... This intro is a stupid movie called Bye Bye Man, which is already dumb as fuck, and it has a trailer, and, and their, their catchphrase is don't think it, don't say it, oh. and so we've been making fun of it for like the last, I don't know, day and a half. Is that a horror movie? Yeah, look at the, new look horror at the movies. trailer. It's so fucking I hate, dumb. I hate new horror Don't think movies. it, don't say it. I'm Batman? No, it's Bye Bye Man. That's the name of the, the monster. Bye Bye Man. That's the stupidest name. I heard it was based off of Slender Man, though. Whatever. There's yeah. already a Slender Man movie coming out. <laughs> yeah. Bye Bye Man. Like, what? It sounds so childish. Here comes mm -hmm. the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> I have not watched it, though, so maybe it's a great movie. No, it's not. I assure <laughs> you, 90% of modern horror movies are all garbage. A really good internet show, Red Letter Media, which most people have at least heard of <laughs> through the uh, Plinket reviews, yeah. they, they, they did a episode of Half in the Bag on it. That's how I, that's how I uh, heard about it. And, oh, the, the yeah. La La Land Bye Bye Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CG's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so already on board now. He knows the Red Letter Media. So, so I've been, just been laughing at it, and uh, that's, that's a really great podcast. La La Land is amazing. I just want is to say it? that. Yeah, it's good. I heard it was good. Yeah. It's there's, no, there's no swords or, or energy glass or powering up, so... Wasn't expecting it point? to be as good as it is, but it is. Yeah. That's that's cool, though. That's good to hear. Just want to say it, yeah. A big thumbs up to La La Land, a big thumbs down to a movie we've never watched. Bye-bye, man. Don't say it, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it! I'm afraid of putting this into your head. Tell me. Bye-bye, man. Also, happy Chinese New Year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cool. I want to start off with saying what I've been playing right now, and that's Resident Evil 7! Ooh. No spoilers. No, spo no spoilers. Say, uh, Shelby's also been playing it. Isn't Resident Evie or something like that? <laughs> what? Resident Evie. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like Resident Evil 7, right? They replaced some letters to... Yeah, so it looks like Roman Resident... Numerals. Yes. <laughs> so Resident Evie... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Eve, like E-V, then seven? Like, didn't they turn the I-L into Roman numerals? Yeah, I-I. Yeah. So it's Resident, Resident Eve. Eve seven, or Ev? Resident oh, A, yes. Resident E seven. Resident E seven, <laughs> yes. But, uh, so I'm, Shelby, I'd love to get your opinion on it, because you only played a little bit, and so have I for that matter. Now, mm -hmm. to me so far, I've only played four to completion, and a bit mm -hmm. of one, 
and a bit of Zero and a few other spinoffs. So I'm not a, mm-hmm. the biggest Resident Evil fan. I mean, I like it. So, but this one to me so far, it doesn't feel Resident Evil. I mean, herbs, ma- herbs, it's, herbs make sense. Yeah. It's, it. uh, are you like asking if it's like the other one? Well, I just or? want your opinion on it since you, does it, how does it feel to you as a, as a big Resident Evil fan? Uh, okay. Well, first of all, when I first started it, yeah. um, there is no thing at the beginning when you press start, it doesn't go like the deep voice, like Resident Evil, like it doesn't do that. So that, uh, that, that was a letdown. It does have though, you are dead <laughs> at least. Yeah. So that's good. But I didn't get, I didn't get like far at all because I had just like installed it. So I just played it for like a few minutes or whatever. Right. Uh, and then just kind of shut it off. But I don't know. It's, it feels completely different. It's, so, um, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's first, the first person part must be the biggest jump. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it's creepy though. Uh, okay. It's, yeah, it is. <laughs> Someone from Cartridge Club, uh, Latin Legend, has been talking about it in Discord saying that the only way to play this game is in VR. Of course, I don't have VR, but, and I've been playing it anyways. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure it's, uh, an exaggeration, but it seems like it's really enhanced by VR and I'd love to try it. But Lef, you don't believe in VR, so what's your opinion on that? I don't know, like, that, the whole idea of, like, all oh, this has to be played in VR, I hate that. Because, like, I love Resident Evil, and I kind of like the direction that 7 looks like it's taking the whole series, because it's so cool. different from the last like, 4, 5, and 6, at least. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to play it, but I don't want to hear that, oh yeah, you gotta play some <laughs> VR. You don't have to because play Because I don't want to play in VR. Uh, VR is stupid. <laughs> 4 is not scary. This game is, for me, at least scary. No, uh, no, four, four wasn't scary four can, at all. Four has it's four goofy. has its moments. It no, is goofy, yeah. Nice. But I was never scared playing four. There's you're like you're you're powerful ten, in four. So. Yeah, there's some tenseness, but Leon's a tough character. I, yeah. I believe in him. Whereas this guy, I don't even know my face. It could be me. I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> one one can be terrifying. So. Yeah, one had a good. So can atmosphere. two. I don't three three was too long ago. I don't remember. But one and two, when I played when I was a kid, I remember, and they were scary. So one three and two, you remember three was too long ago. <laughs> well, like, like I, I guess I just didn't play three very much. Fair enough. Um, uh-huh. because because Nemesis was annoying. Oh, yeah. he's scary. Yeah, he is. But like sometimes every, you just be like time... walking through the house, and then he just like come flying through a window. Well, that that was and, the like... point. I could never get past him. Anytime Nemesis just showed up, it was just game over. So that's why I never oh. really got too far into three. So. Yeah. So good, but it was it was scary though. Yes. Nemesis yeah, Nemesis was an annoying prick in Crosszone. I hated his oh, stupid he? roar. Yeah, oh, he was so powerful annoying. I hated him. He was a little dick. Stars, stupid Nemesis. <laughs> yeah, stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, I like the game and I would recommend it. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I was really worried that they were going to make it like paranormal, and I hope that they don't because like Resident Evil has always been about like viruses and like uh, that's how zombies anything. are made and shit. Yeah. And I don't want like ghosts. You'll be okay. Or then. anything. Don't worry about in it. This. I'm so worried. There's no ghosts. So, so one thing, one thing that I always think is funny think. with just Resident Evil in general is that the first game, it's, it's titled Resident Evil, and I've always looked at it that way, is because you basically you're in a mansion, and the yeah. residents mm-hmm. of that mansion are evil. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I've th- that that was how the first one was titled, and they just kind of kept the title. And then the, then the second and third one, I believe you're just in Raccoon City, where it's just yeah. like the evil residents of the mansion have moved to the city. And I think it means that's the localization team's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's biohazard, really. Biohazard. Yes, yeah. yeah, fair, very fair. Mm-hmm. But, but ironic, I, just, I find the naming re- scheme in English to be kind of humorous. You should be happy though, because this one, from what I can tell, is just in a mansion area. Like, that, that's thing. kind of what I was getting at. Is yeah, that it back. seems like they're they're going back to the name properly, how how it kind of coincides with the game. Uh, so I, I guess it depends on how you take the name, because I I could see it like that way, but also like if. 
Uh, I don't know if I'm going to explain myself here really we well here. Let's hear it. Let's, let's do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, yeah. But like, let's say you go, I'm going to use a mansion as an example. Okay. Uh, anyway, but let's say you go to a, a mansion and then the person who's taking care of the mansion is like the resident caretaker <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Uh, so, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know if it's like a literal, like if it actually means like the residence, but maybe just the evil that's taking place there. You know what I mean? The so. evil of the resident. Oh, biohazard. <laughs> but I think I think that's what they meant when they named it here. I don't know if they actually meant about like just the zombies like in the mansion mm. or like Wesker. Yeah, or whatever. I think I get it now. Uh, guys, so it kind of came out of nowhere, but Pokemon Duel was released. Yes. Have you anybody played, played it? it? Yeah, I've played it. I, I tried playing the beginning. Yeah, I played like the tutorial part. And it it's remi- really long. Yeah, oh it, my god, it is so long. It has the same feel as the Pokemon TCG Game Boy Color game, I find. You know, you come to this island that you're not really, there's no Pokemon there, you're just playing the cards, but in this case, you're playing the, the, the statue duel game, uh, the Amiibo Pokemon game. Yeah, Amiibo Pokemon. And, yeah. and you have to go through these like different quote unquote gym areas, but really it's just towers to get to the tallest tower. So, so I think that's pretty cool. And. Otherwise, you know, it's your typical freemium game, but not like, it's not bad. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like kind of generous. Like you, you get booster packs that you can o- open to get figures and you, you just have to kind of wait. Time It's timers like anything else, right? You can buy more booster packs and you can fuse Pokemon together, not as like Dragon Ball Fusion, but like just to get level ups and shit. And you make a team of six and then you move on this board and your goal is to get to the other end of the, of the, of the grid. And I don't. I got really lucky because I got a, an EX a Latios, and it has like 120 for one of its attacks and a 70 for another one. So I've been really doing really well with just using Latios to to steam through uh, games. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's cool. I found it really cumbersome and confusing when I first started playing. It is weird um, at first, eh? The the tutorial is not is long and not very clear. Um, so I got really once I finished the tutorial, I was like. So what do, what am I doing? Like I didn't I didn't have a good grasp of the game once I completed the tutorial. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. And did you guys think that the first parts of the tutorial it seems like a dating sim? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you're naming your character and stuff, or no? Like you know, static backgrounds and then characters <laughs> like emoting a little bit with. That's been cheap. You mean like RPG. a visual novel though. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a visual novel, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of uh, like the old RPG, old RPG way of having like uh, portraits slide up on the screen and talk and move their mouse a little bit. It's not exclusively dating sim or visual novels. However, I think it's used more in visual novels nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, than yeah, but the style of it, it reminded me a lot of Seduce Me. <laughs> have you? St- <laughs> oh, yeah. Seduce Me. Good game. <laughs> I mean, I've not played that, it. That is my only experience with dating sims, really, so. Well, hopefully you'll have some other experiences someday soon. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little article that popped up that I thought was kind of interesting. Project Scorpio is a full-blown next-gen machine, says Xbox dev. And a developer has spoken out on the rumored, this is from IGN, a rumored power of upcoming console upgrade, Project Scorpio. And the creator of Ori in the Blind Forest said, whether Scorpio is a PS4 Pro-style console update or a whole generation of Xbox console, and his answer was, it's sort of both, quote, Scorpio isn't just a half-assed upgrade, which the PS4 Pro kind of is, but a full-blown next-gen machine that's just backwards compatible to your current library, and uh, which is a little outside of what Microsoft said as they were downplaying the idea of it being a separate generation between its consoles, saying that it will, that they want to put the, an end to console generations altogether. So, 
you know, they, the developers saying it's basically a next-gen console. Microsoft's saying they don't want to do next-gens. Nintendo Switch is coming out. Are we in another gen? Seiji. Well, I remember saying something in the lines of didn't think that the that the Switch was precisely a changing generation, but it coincides with both Sony and Microsoft releasing with new kinds of hardware too. More powerful, not quite of the next generation, but I mean, they all did the same thing, right? I would not call Pro next gen. I, I see that more as a 3D XL kind of thing, or 3D new 3DS XL, a uh, enhanced version of of the current gen. I wouldn't a PS4 yes, Pro. But when that happened, it was only Nintendo doing it, right? It was it was not coinciding with another like plus version, like like a generation 0.5 version of of the same generation. But in this case, they're all doing the same thing. So you either call it generation 8.5 or generation mm-hmm. 9 right so if if that's if that's happening for all the main competitors in that generation it seems to me like it's fair to like if, if people want to call it a, a new generation that's fine if not they're gonna start calling it something weird like an in-between generation or an 8.5 or, or whatever a guidance generation yeah, so i don't yeah. know to me it's just easier to say okay this, this is a nine generation whatever generations from now on are going to be different it's going to be all like uh, no longer like the previous generations all had consoles launching within a year or two of each other. And I think that that's probably going to happen less and less now. But yeah. What do you guys think? Shelby and Lef? Shlep, Shelby? Schleppy? Schlef? Uh, I don't know much about any of it to, to actually You're too young for generations. This is your first generation now, so you wouldn't understand. How about you, Lef? Oh I, I don't know. <laughs> like. I I'm I'm all for the idea of dropping this notion of generations, you yeah. know. It it just it just adds an unnecessary label to when you're trying to figure out, you know, gaming and whether you're current or behind. So I, I I'm okay with the idea of them just like dropping this whole generation idea. Um with that being said, I don't I don't think that this like once again, like from what it looks like the Switch is kinda going into this like point five generation because Nintendo's always weird that even when they do release their new console, it's never as powerful as anything that comes out with that particular quote-unquote generation. So, you know, if if, if we're going to keep labeling things, Nintendo's probably going to come at, at another, like, half generation, and then, I don't know about Scorpio, but it sounds so weird because Microsoft's saying, no, it's not, and then developers are saying it is. So it's a little weird, and I just think we should get rid of the whole idea in general. You know, you... In the in the midst of that, you actually changed my mind. I was pre to this, I was always pro generation, but thinking about it as you're you're talking, I kind of uh, yeah, I think I agree. Like I don't know, it kind of makes you feel bad about like if you're a PS3 owner, you feel you might feel bad with the other friends talking about how, oh you you have last gen that sucks. Yeah. But if you if you had them all on the side or, or like oh Wii U is so last gen because it's not quite as good as this one. If you kind of stop with that whole notion of, of generations and just, you know, every platform can kind of exist, because no one cares about mobile. No one's saying mobile's last gen or current gen or whatever. Mobile doesn't really have gens, though, because they just keep new phones that keep coming out. But Exactly, yeah, yeah. I don't so. know. You're right. Let's get abolished generations. Down with generations. Boo. And, and PC games don't have generations either. So it's just That's like true. either you, you can build a good PC or you don't. So, yeah. um, you know, just just drop that notion. Just drop Get, it. It's done. We've we've ended it. All right. We all good with it. No longer it has been decreed by bonus barrel. <laughs> we'll still we'll still refer to old generations. That's generation. <laughs> yeah. uh, one other thing for me and then or two other things. But uh, did I send a trailer out? Did you guys all watch it? It's for the trailer for uh, boxing Punch game? Club.
Punch, Punch Club, Club. The Dark okay. Fist for 3DS. I don't usually yeah. care about digital games, nor do I get too excited for them. But this one looks pretty fun. I think I might actually pick it up when it comes out. It's uh, like a weird. Is it an? It's not made by Nintendo, is it? No, I don't think so. It's just it's, yeah, it's for the 3DS. But yeah, yeah. It looks like a, like I don't like boxing or sports games in general. But I will tell you this: I love boxing anime, uh, such as Hajime no Ippo. <laughs> so looking at that made me think of that, uh, and then also kind of reminded me of Punch Out a bit. And it's super 80s, and I really like retro games. You get the box of bear. That's pretty cool. <laughs> there's, a, a nin, there's a ninja alligator. That's not Leonardo. Yeah. Maybe we should come up with an alligator, na- alligator ninja turtle name. So, like, what what should we... What would you call, uh, like, a ripoff? Not a ninja turtle, which are all named after Renaissance painters, but an alligator. Maybe it'd be, like, modern painters. So it'd be, like... Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't... What's the... Pollock, yeah, or Pollock or whatever. Yeah, Jackson yeah. Pollock. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> or the other guy that did the soup can, who uh, made fun of our... Andy Warhol. Yeah, 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 you could have Warhol, Pollock, Picasso. I, mean, I guess Picasso's only kind of modern. And then some rich dude in New York who sells shit on, on canvas, and then people buy it for a million dollars. That could be the fourth turtle. That's his whole name, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, also, it looks like... Uh, it looks like it has a really stupid, uh, self-aware parody kind of story. Uh, it has cool music, and the quote, "I lost my cat, and now I'll get my revenge." <laughs> I feel like that I can relate scene to that. With the cat was just like I thought this was a serious game, and up I until that sad. cat scene, <laughs> I got sad when I was like, "No, not the kitty." It's like you thought it was serious. He's boxing a bear and an alien and. <laughs> A ninja, a ninja I, okay, I, I saw the I saw the bear. I didn't see an alien and an alligator in the show. There's an alien's guy in a costume on a movie set. What I can oh, tell. Okay, but okay. but they're still fighting a bear and an alligator. Wow, come alligator. on, man! You gotta you gotta. What what? In Dino ups, you fight random things all the time. So you know, so, it's not but, that. You know, ordinary. you thought it was, but you still thought it was like a, a more realistic story, and then and well, then you, you're venting your to, cat. Because because it seems like it has like a daredevil feel because it's all like my dad was killed by some <laughs> guy in a gun in an alley and then so I thought it was kind of like playing up that aspect of the game and then all of a sudden you're on a rooftop and your cat's falling off and you're like no so that's sad I would be I would be heartbroken sad. like if, if Mog was was hanging off the edge of, of a cliff and and he dropped I'd want revenge too. I just, I just have to say, I love, I love the graphics though. Oh my goodness, it looks so good. Yeah, um, it's very weird looking. Very, very it's not strange. Like, ridiculous expensive. I'll probably pick it up when it comes out. It, uh, it doesn't look like it plays very fast either. You know, the, like the gameplay is not Shelby. super. What? Oh, shut the game. fuck up. Shelby's not good. Um, spoiler alert: I beat her a bunch of the game reviewing today. Kind of the yeah, best. Yeah, but I just started playing it today. Kind of the best. Anyways, oh, okay. one more thing for me. Uh, oh, wait, Seiji, did you see the trailer? Any interest in the game? Uh, Well, it seemed like like a freemium game a little bit. It had mm-hmm. that, that grindy feeling, uh, but maybe you can see it as an RPG, too. It sounded like a burnout The best RPG. thing about the trailer was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Alligator. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm going to need to watch this trailer again, apparently. <laughs> I can't believe you missed him. It was Leonardo. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. I mean, the the logo is kind of like the Fight Club too, right? So I guess it's a it's a game full of parodies. I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I played a bit of Retro City Rampage, and I really like that game. So hopefully, and that game is expensive too. This is a side note. They only did like a really small order of Retro City, and I I hate the fact that I don't own it. Uh, so one other thing. This is not game specific, but this is an article I saw on like IGN, which I thought was funny and sad. After twenty years. 
Team Rocket finally beats Ash in a fair and square Pokemon battle. Oh, shit. I've not watched the episode, uh, but that's pretty sad. It took them 20 years to beat the worst Pokemon trainer. That's pretty, pretty shitty. It's fucking immortal, never ages, like, 10-year-old yeah. kid or whatever. Over, I think he had one birthday. He had a Pikachu that used, like, electric moves on ground-type Pokemon when they're immune to it. Like, <laughs> that's how powerful his stupid Pikachu is, yet he still loses fight all the time. He can't win one league. Can't win one league. His Pikachu has been fighting Pokemon for literally years and years and years, and the stupid thing can't just... He should be one-shotting almost every Pokemon. That's so dumb. <laughs> I hate Ash. He's a loser. He gets rid of all of his Pokemon. He's shitty. He's a bad person. He's a slut. And I just... Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he's always, oh he's always going... He's always going to different, cool. different girl sidekicks. He can't... Like, he's just... He's, he's a... Rob's jealous because Ash kicked him to the curb, so now he's really bitter. Ash can't beat you. <laughs> what, where the hell would Ash... Man, my even my shitty Pokemon teams would beat Ash, stupid fucking little prick. Oh, I don't mean, like, fighting. What? You, you're, you're jealous. Of what? Of him with his Pokemon. No, my Pokemon are better. I'm not jealous of anything. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> also, <All right>. <laughs> uh, one more thing happened in, in I think that that same episode, yeah. which is that um, Team Rocket's Meowth dies <gasps> for true? a minute. Oh, <laughs> and then it, it, and then it resuscitates. The thing, do, do you remember when <laughs> it I? It resuscitates. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, posting a a Pokedex entry for Mimikyu on Twitter. I don't know if you guys remember that, but basically the the Pokedex entry says that uh, Mimikyu has a true form, but you never get to see it because he's wearing the, this disguise, right? But Anyone that sees his true form, it dies. Yeah. So in that episode, Mimikyu, uh, I think he drops into the water and the, the disguise is like, he, he, he loses his uh, its disguise. So Meowth gets to see it and that's how he dies. Oh, Jesus. Oh. It, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of funny and grim. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. There's, some, there's so many Pokemon there. One of these days, I think a topic, when we're running any other topics, I'm just going to choose, find the worst, uh, the weirdest Pokedex entries and we just bring in a bunch of them. Because there's some really fun ones. All right. Well, that's all I have for news. You guys have anything? Uh, I, I read this really uh, heartfelt message sent out by uh, Hideo Kojima. Okay. Uh, just talking about, like, his experiences and stuff yeah. uh, at Konami and shit. And he said that, you know, despite, like, what happened, he's going to take all that I- experience and, and just roll with it. So he's, he's not, a good dude. He's not butthurt about it. He's, like, moving on. and he's Yeah, he's, he's going to move That's cool. On. That's respectable. Yeah. That's yeah. why Jeff Keighley is so much in love with him. I've I can't think of any games I played the, of Hideos that I've really been into though. I, I feel like there's an old game that he made that I played. Oh wait, no, I like the Zone of the Enders. That game has cool mechs. It does have cool mechs, cool yeah. music too, and uh, non. I don't remember the story. Uh, it was weird. It was a weird game. I liked it. I should play the second one sometime. Oh, another side note. I'm gonna plug something that is no way related to us, and that's my game collection app for the uh, for Android. Maybe Mac or maybe Mac, maybe Apple. I don't know. But I've mentioned this before. But they keep updating it, and now it has like a news section. It it, it brings in like price guides and stuff. It is literally oh, the best app I own, and it's so I I feel it pivotal. If you have even a passing interesting in collecting or categorizing your game, it's so good. My game collection, it's awesome, and it's a free version too. I I have and it's only like three bucks for the full version. So yeah, really great. That's it for me. That's all the news I have. Hey, Lev. 
Are hey, you Seiji? playing Clash Royale? Yeah, I am, but uh, I <laughs> sounds sad. Yeah. Well, I'm I, I struggle with it, like, cause the way it works is that when you win, you get crowns, and it kind of ranks you. And I've been fluctuating at like 2,100 crowns, and then I'll go on like a 10 game <laughs> losing streak, and then get knocked down to like 1,700, which is what I'm at right now. So I do I do really well for a little bit. And then I start losing and losing and losing and losing and losing. So I, I have a, a very big love-hate relationship with the game right now. But mm-hmm. I, it's a great game. And part of the reason why I didn't really want to play Pokemon Duels is because I'm so into Clash Royale right now. Because nice. it's just like I was playing Pokemon Duel and I'm just like, okay, this is boring. I'm going back to Clash Royale. <laughs> um, so it's you great, get- but I am struggling right now so hard. You guys always get me tempted to try that game out, but I just, I don't know. I don't want to put all that effort into It's a lot of fun, and, and you just kind of, you know, play, a, you know, one game every 15 minutes or whatever you want to do, but I, I, yeah, I'll play, it, like, a bunch in a row. It, it's the kind of game that you play between games, although I do have a, a, a more intense relationship with that game. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so you, you don't have to, like, drop anything that you're playing just to play, like, Clash Royale. I had a, exactly. a very similar experience than you left this week, uh... Like last weekend, I was at around 3,500 trophies, and then during the week, I like I had like a 12 lose streak, and it was really demoralizing. So I went down, I, I think to 3,100, which is huge. Like dropping 400 trophies is like huge drop. But now I'm back, and I'm over 3,600 now. So that's great. That's huge. The most I've ever seen on anyone was like 4,000. So you're Approach, a, approaching the biggest amount I've ever seen. But like every time I keep losing and then like I tweak my team and I'll get a few new cards and then I have to st- revamp my whole strategy. I have a very long range strategy right now and sometimes it works flawlessly but then other people cut right through it sometimes. So it, it, it depends who I, what other cards I'm playing I find is whether or not I'm going to really do well. But it's a really, really good game. I cannot stress that enough. Stretch it one more time. Uh, huh? It's so good. Thanks. <laughs> no, I, I was just gonna say that you have to keep up with the with the meta game because sometimes certain cards uh, become really really trendy. For the last like two weeks maybe, but very very clearly this week, like everybody's using the elite barbarians right. You gotta use yeah. those, man. Yeah, I, I actually just got those. I've been using those. Um, I've been using the royal giants, but I don't think they're really in the meta, so I think I'm gonna drop them. I've been using the gnarly ghosts uh, a lot. <laughs> And the, you um, suck, Rob. The, You're uh, terrible. In, you are the potion. worst. You are the worst. And the I'm just going to keep interrupting Grizzly, you until you and stop I've been using doing the wicked so just, wizard. Just stop it, the, Rob. Just stop awful it. ogre. No, is he an electro wizard? No, but really, the, the character design in that, in that game is, is really It looks really awesome. Cool. Um, yeah. This this week they released a new character. It's called the Executioner. Yeah, and he it, looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's this guy with this big like axe or scythe, and he throws it like a boomerang. It's it's really cool. <laughs> I like and the even the art. one before that, which was like the blowgun goblin, was kind of cool. He had like a big tiki mask on. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Would you guys say that this uh, this this uh, does it make a lot of money? Oh yeah, it's top grossing. Uh, so you could probably two, I think you could probably call it Cash Royale. No laugh track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on that for like four or five minutes now. I was really in the same mic. <laughs> I actually kept going through different ways of saying the Cash Royale oh. pun. I was like, oh, how can I set it up? And then I came up with that one. So, uh, you guys ready for it? Was perfect. Thanks. It was I'm perfect. Thanks. 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 It was really good. It, I think it's the best pun. I worked, so, uh, I worked really hard for that. 
All right. Uh, topic? Topic. Up next. Okay, we're back. The game is Twinkle Star Sprites. Twinkle Star Sprites! Yes. Yes. <laughs> Developed. Seiji picked it, obviously. By ADK and published by SNK. Released for many systems. I wave my hands in the air, but nobody can see me. Arcade, Neo Geo, Sega Saturn, Dreamcast, PS2, PSN, Windows. From what I understand, the Saturn version is the best, but I don't have that because it's super expensive. Better and, than Arcade? Yeah, it has uh, extra story modes for all the characters, more characters, better art. Oh, and, oh, uh, wow. It's like yeah, a I really super wish full I could have played that one. But I didn't. So, uh, this was Seiji's uh, game. You chose it two days before <laughs> recording, uh, but <laughs> managed to get a bunch of playing in because it's fucking awesome. It's one of those games that I've known about for a long time, but, but I always like to own the games before I play them and never... Then I just kind of gave up because I knew I was never going to own this, so I figured I would play it. So I bought the Steam version, which is pretty cool. So go ahead, Seiji. Tell us why you picked Twinkle Star Sprites. I think I mentioned it many, many times now, but I skipped last generation, right? Yep. That was the generation when I was in school and I, I didn't have a lot of money to spend on games so I changed my my gaming habits quite a bit from like actually like buying physical games to playing on, the, on my PC so I play a lot of PC games I played a lot of games on emulators and one of the emulators that I had I, I really got introduced to those kinds of games was SNK games now the, a lot of SNK games were available in arcades but at least in my part of the world, there were only a few SNK games, you know, King of Fighters, Art of Fighting, Samurai Showdown, Metal Slug, and that was really it. Four white buttons and two joysticks? Yeah. Neo Geo, so, it's a song, sorry. Neo Geo. Um, anyway, then I got introduced to to Neo Geo emulators, or which is a lot of SNK games. So I played a lot of <laughs> games that, I, that I've never seen before, and one of those yeah. games was Twinkle Star Sprites. I don't know how to really describe this game because uh, it is a cut-em-up, and we, we've talked about cut-em-ups before. With, with, I've, we've played like Fantasy Zone and... and Poppin' Twinbee. Yeah, Poppin' Twinbee. Poppin' Twinbee. And, yeah, and, cut-em-ups are great. And those games are, for the most part, are very straightforward, right? It's just uh, basically a shoot-em-up. But this one takes a lot of cues or a lot of mechanics and a lot of uh, aesthetics from Puyo Puyo. The screen is split in two, and both players are going through the same stage. They're getting to the same waves of enemies, but as you make chains, basically you combos, the, you get to send attacks to the other part of the screen. Yeah. So, and that's how you beat your enemy. The, the, the purpose of every round 
is to beat the other enemy on the other side. So if, if you get damaged from the enemies that are in your part of the screen, you, you never really get to die from those attacks. You have to get attacked by one of the enemy's attacks. There is the a problem with getting hit by the enemies. Like if you get hit by the enemies in the screen, the opposite player gains a heart. So even though you won't die from it, it's still, it's still really bad. I wondered why I suck so much at this game. That would explain it. <laughs> yeah, this game is not what you think, like at, at a glance. Yeah, you get damage and you get slowdowns and you get yes. power downs. Yep. It's it's like a puzzle game, you know, merged with a cute map. It's yep. really, really, it's a really cool concept and, and everything is great about it. It has like great humor, great characters. The art style is great. I don't know, it's, it's a really great enjoyable Great translations. Kind of <laughs> uh, there's a few more gameplay stuff like... Uh, it, it's way deeper than you expect. So you look at it and you it's think, well, deep. first, yeah, first you think, okay, uh, Puyo Puyo. And then, of course, oh, wait, it's a vertical shoot em up. But then, so, you, so you're not going to, so you projectiles that get fired at you, you can either hit them back, or if you manage, like sometimes, like a big wave, like I'll send a wave of, of projectiles. And if my opponent, let's say Shelby in this case, if she was able to pull a combo off the enemies, while my projectiles are coming, they all get pushed back. And then you can do combos and you summon bosses on their side of the screen and you have to fight that boss or uh, other mini summons that will come come across the screen with different patterns and stuff. So like if you do well and you do better on your side, they have to deal with more stuff. However, you can turn that around with a really good combo. So you can get a lot of back or forth because you're constantly losing and gaining health at the same time. Um, there's also charge attacks, which I, I almost never used, and bombs, which will, will clean your screen, which was, can save you. Yeah, and you have, of course, have a life meter and hearts. Doing damage will, as I already said. And uh, each stage has different enemies, but they all look the same. Remember, they don't look the same, sorry. They all play the same, except that uh, they look different. And each enemies have four colors, which is really just levels of health. Purple, blue, mm -hmm. green, yellow, red. Uh, so that's how many hits it takes to get through to them. So, and, and when an enemy blows up, when you hit a red enemy, it does damage to everything around it. So that's that's the bulk of the gameplay well each character also has well it has a different charge up move mm -hmm. and they have a different called it like a pet attack right and different stats too mm -hmm. actually different speed and uh weapon strength and yeah. shot and, and like you said pet attack and Which... the coolest thing is the upgrades of the attacks because you have like small medium and large mm -hmm. and then you have like your your pet attack and then you have like your boss yes. attack yeah yeah and, and every character is different so like the the main character throws like bunnies and the <laughs> rabbit cats they're cats rabbit they're, oh, they're, ra cats. they're ra rabbit cats ah rabbit cats yeah <laughs> and the say, you say rabid or ra rabbi ra rabbi cat <laughs> so, that's how it's spelled but i think okay. it's rabbit cat rabbit and cat merged together yeah and the boss attack is this huge bunny but like other characters have like bats cats and fairies and yeah i don't know like uh, robots and my, my favorite character is 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 ninja monja <laughs> <laughs> like uh Ninja Manja. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> I how, do you, how would you describe Ninja Manja? Uh, a really group sure. of three furry balls. Yeah, with furry faces. Balls. Well, let's let's talk with the characters. I'll just name them real oh, quick. No. I'll name them real quick, and we can talk about our favorites and stuff. So we had Load Ran, main character. <laughs> uh, she's on the box art. Uh, you, there's two uh, two boss characters. I think you can play them with a code. Mevius, who I thought was a girl, but is actually just a guy. This whole style, I think every character is a girl. Uh, Queen Memory, uh, Dark Ran, <laughs> which made me think of Dark Opa Opa. Okay, so those those three are the characters that you you fight in the story mode. Uh, then there's Nanja Manja, Really Till, Kim, 
Arthur Schmidt, Yen, Yang Yang, Tinker and Linker, <laughs> Mackie and Pentel, uh, and, and Griffin. I don't think I'm missing anyone. So those are all the those are the characters. My favorite was probably Rilly Till. She's a green haired girl with a dragon. I, I think she's really cool. <laughs> it's one to oh. punch. Yeah, no, I, I liked her and um, uh, Lode Ram was pretty good because her stats were pretty even. Those are, those are a couple that I really like. Also, Queen Memory is really cool, but I didn't get to play as her. Uh, and we know that Seiji likes Nanja Manja. How about Shelby? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I liked. Oh, Mackie and Pentel. <laughs> They fire you pencils. You pencil and you shoot pencils at people. <laughs> you, you only play as one. There's a bunch of like group characters, like uh, Griffin is three dudes, but you only play as one one of them. It's it's very one misleading. Dude on a yeah, and, and Mackie and Pentel, you play as Mackie. And Linker, <laughs> Linker and Tinker, you only play as one of them. Their names are so dumb. <laughs> uh, every time I saw Linker and Tinker, I just started laughing. What about you, Left? Did you like any character in that game? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I probably didn't play it as much as everybody else because I tried to play through the story mode and I made it to the third level. And after go. about forty minutes of dying on it, <laughs> I just gave up. So I, it's, it's, it's not game. like not like I have the best clear of this of this game or the best opinion of it. Um, so I guess I liked Load Ram. Load Ram. I hated and I hated Schmidt or whatever his name was. Arthur Schmidt. He's a heartthrob. He was the one who kept beating me, so I this hate is, him the most. Uh, spoiler, I beat that story mode last night. Kind of great. Oh. I would imagine. The dialogue looked I did, it so took me like campy. An hour, an hour to, to beat it. It was tough. And I think I must, I, I died over and over again on, on like the last two bosses. So I, I understand. And my first crack at the uh, story mode, I got my ass kicked. So, yeah, <laughs> it is definitely hard. Oh, yeah. Lef, you, you didn't get to the cool part then where Ran gets like her like full version or like, her magical girl transformation yeah. yeah magical girl yeah, it's, it's yeah a, magical shelby girl didn't see it either oh boy yeah she transforms does she get girly wings she does she does get girly wings oh she gets wings <laughs> she got girl wings from uh sigma star saga yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the reason why I kind of said it is because I thought this game was called Twinkle Star Saga for some reason, so I just, my, my mind was there. But this has a much better art style, I think, than Sigma Star Saga. Oh, well, like, overall, like, this game was a lot better than that game. 90s yes. anime. Yeah, well, I, real quick, let's, I, I, want, I do want to talk to graphics. So, the uh, presentation is awesome, and mm -hmm. the uh, sprites, like, their character select sprites and the cutscene sprites and stuff are really, like, they're big, they're colorful, it has, like, a like Shelby just said, a totally 90s anime style, but not bad 90s anime style, good 90s anime style. And the characters all look, for the most part, different and unique, and they have weird animals that they're with. And I really like it. The in-game stuff is more standard. I actually kind of would expect it a little bit better from a 90, 1996 uh, arcade game. And there's some slowdown with when all this shit comes on the screen. But I mean, oh don't oh, let me. Oh, there's so much when I was playing. There's there's a lot of slowdown. That's which also lets you react a little better. But um, <laughs> yeah. So the in-game graphics aren't as good as them. But it, it, it's honestly like Perot or like uh, Pop and Twinbee. But I, I think Pop and Twinbee's graphics are actually better even on the SNES. So in-game, I should say. So I'm not saying that's a hit on it. Just that I was a little surprised they weren't a little better. But then again, with all that was going on and the split screen and shit, I, I guess I can understand why they wouldn't want to overload your senses with a bunch of stuff. 
Because even sometimes some of the enemies will blend in with the, the background a bit. Yeah, well, especially on the cloud level I found. There, the background was like that like peachy orange color and there were like the clouds that were the same like peachy orange yeah, color. Yeah, exactly. The peachy orange color. Yeah. There is uh, seven stages too. And uh, some of the names are hilarious. So stage one is Foret, uh, which I believe is, <laughs> <laughs> is four stage. Then there's <laughs> there's Achelis, uh, uh, Claudia, Frisia, and then Mevius Castle and or probably Mavius Castle and Wonderworld. Uh, there's two different Mavius Castles. I don't know if there's more, but I think that's all there is. And different characters are there's a group of characters associated with each stage. So depending on who you're playing, you might get one of those stages. There's a arcade mode is character mode, which just plays a character going through a series of battles. And then story mode, which follows Load Ran and Rabbit Cat uh, <laughs> through some levels, and then you fight Dark Ran, and then maybe said, which we already talked about. The game's great, though. Right. So, did did everyone <laughs> really enjoy uh, a queued em up as this like highly competitive versus game? Because like that really kind of struck me as a little bit odd. Just kind of how this game was, because I've I felt like I've kind of seen a game that you know not similar in terms of how it's presented, but just the mechanic where it's a it's a versus shoot 'em up. But I think mostly how you would do this type of game is you would both play, and then whoever gets the most points. It's more of a point battle. Mm -hmm. um, this this is a really different idea. How you're using attacks. You know, you attack things to attack the other side somehow. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but it was an interesting mechanic. What? But but it's part awesome. of it makes complete sense. What? How does it make sense? You, I attack a cloud. You get shot on the other side. You of the do screen. combos. The more combos you do, the more projectiles that get shot near the screen. Okay, no, I'm not saying that doesn't make sense. I'm saying in the context. Oh, of you this, mean in the in the game world? In, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how is that happening? But okay. I'm not. I'm not going to argue right. that too much that's because fair. it's it's I completely mean, nonsense. It's just okay, a game so th th this is my my narrative explanation. All right, oh, yeah, I oh yeah, yeah. Here let's hear right. it. All right. Okay, so you are attacking living entities, right? And okay. they they are alive and they have physical bodies. But yeah. once you kill them, you release their souls. Right, <laughs> and 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 their souls are repurposed in the form of, of projectiles, and they can and they can travel to the other dimension. Yeah, because each side of the screen is like different a, dimension, like an right? Alternate is like a different dimension. Yeah, yeah because like a... it's sort of like that. But then you get attacked by these souls of yep. of killed creatures, so they go to the other side to attack you. Because and of then the you attack them, you attack them again. But you see, in order for for the attacks to go to the other screen, you have to like re-kill other stuff right so yeah. they get again repurposed and then they cannot regain their bodies but they can get like a physical manifestation of like a hyper soul of, of, of sorts right you yeah you're fusing souls of, of killed enemies so yeah that's the best i can do it yeah. in the year 20xx <laughs> <laughs> the dimensions have are, are unstable Monsters are attacking from multiple dimensions and you have to face off against them. And all these multiverses are, are colliding and, and are blowing each other up. And the winner is the universe is the one that doesn't get destroyed by all these entities. Sounds like a Justice League movie. I would also accept mind <laughs> control and so that you don't actually know you're fighting against the, the against a different person. So you think that you're attacking an enemy, but really you're attacking your friend. All because of Mavius. So there you, there you go.
<laughs> These are great ideas. I like I like yeah. how it was Sage that came up with a narrative behind know, a game for the impressed. first time ever. Yeah, it's good too. Like I I buy it. I feel it, man. Like those poor characters. They... Oh wait, but there's a hole in that Sage plot hole. I mean, the characters talk to each other before and after the battle. So the dimensions do they merge? Oh, when you finish the level, the dimensions merge, and then you're friends now. At that point, like you've you've merged the dimensions. You you got rid of the instability, and once the instability is done. You know, the, the, there's harmony in the universe, and they and they become connected. So that's probably what that probably what happened. I think that's in the official guidebook for this game. Well, that would explain why some people use magic and other people use technology and stuff. So you <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, I think we have a sound <laughs> theory here. Let's talk music. It's so good. I I can't like like I think I like pretty much every track. And the the last boss fight is my favorite. So man, it gets me so pumped. Like, I was listening to it just on its own after after I was playing last night. And yeah, I like everyone. It's so good. Ah, I love it. I, I only played three levels and I don't remember the music at all. So you don't appreciate not, fine. Apparently, art. not that memorable. <laughs> not memorable for you. <laughs> Maybe you should check your memory left because I remember it. It's great. Right, Sagey, wow. back me up. Uh, amazing music. Yeah. Seiji approved. Which I can't say goes for much because he doesn't approve of any RPGs. So. <laughs> but in this case, Seiji approved, and I, I back it up. Seiji approved. When it's convenient yeah, for you. Seiji yeah. approved, Rob backed. That's how I so, see it. So that's, that means oh, oh, it's oh, really good. I want to say something. Yep. About about this game, and, and maybe why it doesn't make much sense to left. I mean, all kidding aside, okay. is that I'm used to this kind of thing because I'm used to Puyo Puyo, and this game is very yeah. similar to Puyo Puyo in in narrative, in style, in some of their mechanics. Although Puyo Puyo is a straight up puzzle game, but I think that uh, ADK they were just playing a lot of Puyo Puyo, and they say, hey, wouldn't wouldn't it be cool that instead of you know matching colors you would like shoot at stuff but even though you're shooting you're you're, you're trying to get the chains right so you're yep. trying to like chain at the very least i think in order to to produce one attack you have to do a, a chain minimum of three i think so it's very similar it's, it's still like match three kind of queue them up if, if you want to put it like that i but no i could totally see someone who you know they played Puyo Puyo, and they played Parodius, and then they're just like, oh, let's just combine these two games together, <laughs> and that's kind of how this kind of came to be, but personally, I would much rather play um, this Twinkle Star Sprites, I'd rather play that than Puyo Puyo, I did not enjoy playing Puyo Puyo, but I'm not a puzzle game. Yeah, I, I really wanted to jump in there, I, I like Puyo Puyo, but I'm fucking bad at it. Yeah, I, well, I like so playing, awful. When you when you and I played Puyo Puyo that time, Rob, it was fun because <laughs> we were both terrible. Yeah, and then Seiji showed up and just schooled the living shit out of us. Um, so <laughs> I don't uh, remember yeah. this. Why? <laughs> this was like this it was, was on GameCube. It was a ago. Ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember oh it yeah, that's true. This once this one time. Yeah. So and I've played Puyo Puyo afterwards, and because again I like it aesthetically, I like the idea of it, but I, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around the combos and the way you do big combos. I'm not very good at planning ahead of those things, but I am pretty good at reaction and uh, and 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 like um I'm pretty decent at shoot 'em ups and stuff. I'm not great, but I'm not definitely not bad. So I really like Twinkle Star Sprites a lot more because I feel like I have a chance. I mean I love to play you say yeah. if you ever get the Steam version. Um if you ever get rid of that shitty Mac and get it like Windows or something. But I, I mean I, <laughs> I, I it's really 
I feel like I have a chance with this one. I can avoid the enemy projectiles. I can recover. I can, I can make on-the-fly moves that can change the course of battle. But with Puyo Puyo, if you fuck up too much, then you're fucked for the most part, unless you get really lucky. And uh, and I don't know. This is more action-paced. It's more exciting. And again, I like Puyo Puyo. I'm getting the one for the Switch. I'm gonna try it again, and maybe I'll be decent. But uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Left, because I was gonna bring up the same thing. I, I'm comparing it to Puyo Puyo. I just I think this is. Unless you're really good at puzzle games or love puzzle games and hate action games or shoot 'em ups, then I would I would recommend this over that. Totally. All that being said, Puyo Puyo is like infinitely more popular and successful yeah. than Twinkle yeah. Star Sprite. Even allow these parts, it's true. I think Twinkle Star Sprite <laughs> got one sequel, and Puyo Puyo is, has like three thousand sequels, right? So the uh, PS. You'll have to explain that, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I will. The the PS2 uh, sequel to. Um, Twinkle Star Sprites. I was actually considering ordering it, thinking, oh, it was on PS2, probably not that expensive. And it only came out in Japan, but it's like 100 to $200, so that did not happen. I want it, though. But, I mean, with prices allowing that much, I just can't really <laughs> afford to justify <laughs> Maybe you should go. Maybe you should go wish upon a star. Or so you can Yeah, maybe I, I should. But where am I going to find stars allowed here in a city? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I keep making the Shelby gets the lounge. One of the, one of the translations in the game, and I have a few other ones. It was like I don't remember the exact word, but instead of saying around, they said allowed. So yeah, <laughs> the translation yep. of this game is not great. It's it's great in that it's hilarious, but not not great. And some of the lines are dumb. So here's here's some of my favorites. They call me Nanja Manja. This book says they're usually very shy creatures. But it also says they hate little girls with blonde hair, red clothes, and ribbons. Yeah. So specific. And <laughs> they have this one, which I didn't understand. Hey, Leave Ho. I saw them first. Is Leave Ho his name? Who's Leave Ho? I don't know. And then they go, Hack, Wheeze, Ag. I'm almost finished. But I had no idea what they were finished with. They weren't even fighting at that point. And then another person <laughs> says, Griffin, don't be fool. And that's pretty good advice. Don't be fool. Don't be fool <laughs> around these parts. Yep. <laughs> I love you it. You know the screen uh, where you get to to choose your character if you're playing oh, multiplayer. Yeah. And weapon is spelled W-E-P-O-N. <laughs> Which <laughs> I was like, is that the same weapon? What, like, what, we we, we pun. What weapon? Weapon. Weapon. But these are like charming things that I love. I love how badly, like how care- carelessly it's translated. A lounge. And, oh, and the text- <laughs> You know what? I suspect is the, this game was not translated. I think this is the way it got released in Japan. <laughs> they just brought it over here. Like, English is cool. Let's just, Making the game in English <laughs> because the characters they're they're like like war cries they're like in Japanese right oh yeah it's all of yeah. all of them yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the text speed goes really fast too like it does like, I was about to say was it just me or was that like speed reading needed for to view that like it mm. was so quick whenever there was a dialogue screen it was super fast uh, on okay. all of them uh, I was sure I, I think it was just in, me. in arcade games that was kind of like the speed. Because you want people to, to play faster, right? It's <laughs> worth mentioning, too, actually. I, I think out of all of us, at least in recent times, Shelby and I actually played for like an hour multiplayer today. It and fun. it was a lot <laughs> of fun. I mean, yeah. I, I was pretty much the best. But Shelby beat me a couple couple rounds, so I'll give her I'll give her props. Well, I it. only started playing today. You played yesterday. I played yesterday. The story too. mode and stuff. Yeah. I mean, plus, I, had my, I have the, uh, an arcade stick for my computer. So whenever I play arcade games, I always have my joystick and stuff. It's a lot yeah, of that, fun. Yeah, that would help. It does. The, I, the I keyboards. Not. I use my keyboard. It's terrible to play this game. I would imagine. I did too. And like halfway through, we uh, <laughs> somehow like we got disconnected or something. So I had to go back in, but it didn't. Uh, it went back to default controls because it changed mine all around. Yeah. 
And so I started playing, and I, like the first like two times, I used both my bombs, and I was like, "What the like what?" <laughs> I did that. I did that too. My fingers were positioned wrong. And I was like, "Bomb, bomb!" I was yeah, like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I couldn't get the when I first tried it the other day. I couldn't get the buttons to map right. So I didn't use a bomb for like the entire story mode. I didn't beat the story mode because I didn't have fucking bombs, which are pretty, they can really save you. So then I, when I fixed that, it was a lot better. But I, mm-hmm. multiplayer, man, I, I like the single player a lot, but multiplayer is definitely more fun. It is fun. It's super fun. And... I, was, I kept dying in the same spot. <laughs> like, cause I'd be like at the, like the bottom left of like, cause I played on the left screen, but I'd be on the bottom left of the, of the, or sorry, right screen. And so I always died in that one spot because there would always be like one single projectile that would come so fast. <laughs> and I, by the time I saw it, I was dead and I was like, fuck. So like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was great though. I reckon. So steam has built in multiplayer. You can invite your friends. So if anybody out there are interested in playing this game uh, and we'll get to our wrap up soon in a minute, I guess uh, I recommend the steam version. Mame is free. So that's always a good version. If you just want to try it, but if you get the Steam version and want to play it with with me or Shelby, uh, yeah. hit us up on on Twitter or private message or whatever or anything, and I, I'll, I'll happily play it with if anybody who wants to play and play for a little bit, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so our damaging system, the game in this case will have four hearts since we've all played it. We can each damage up to uh, a quarter of a heart per. We can each damage one full heart in terms of quarters. So if we don't damage at all, it means we love the game. Oh, it's worth noting that this is a not a rating system. It's recommendation. We don't actually we're not rating we're not rating on how good the game is necessarily, but whether we think people should play it. So you know, if it, it doesn't have to be a perfect game to be, it doesn't have to be perfect to get uh, no damage. So no damage means you love the game and you think everybody should play it. It's great. You had a lot of fun. Uh, one quarter damage means you think the game is not perfect, but you you still think people might enjoy it. So you would likely recommend it to people. Half heart damage means you think the game is okay. The right person might like it. Three quarters damage means that uh, the game is not very good and you probably wouldn't recommend it to many people unless you really, really think that they might, uh, like a random person might like it. And no damage at all means the game is terrible, bad, you hate it, you'd be angry if someone bought it for you. Uh, you would think that you wasted your life, uh, those minutes that you spent playing the game. I, I think you said that wrong. Full damage was that. You Did said... I say no damage? I think so. All right, full damage. You get it. Sounds good. They'll get it. So uh, Seiji's game, he'll go last. Uh, I'll go, I guess, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first because right. I barely played it. Fair so. enough. Um, go in order of played. <laughs> so, you know, in a lot of ways, this kind of parallels Sigma Star Saga to me because to me, it's it's a cool game with – well, no, 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 no. Just not, not in terms of actually playing it, but it's, it's a game that has an interesting mechanic um, that I really like on paper, but playing it was a whole different thing. Um, the difference is, is that Sigma Star had extremely poor execution, while Twinkle Star has good execution. Um, so it makes it more playable than Sigma Star for that reason. But overall, I kind of felt like, hey, this is a cool concept, but it's not so much for me. Um, so with that being said, I'll go, I'll go half damage. Oh. Wait, well, hey guys, we can make up for it. Shelby, you go next. I'm gonna say, hmm. <laughs> No damage. <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of fun uh, playing. I had a, like a blast. Like even if it was just like for an hour. Like I don't know. I didn't go too much into the story mode. And I guess like the only few things that really did uh, bother me were uh, the the text that went way too fast and I couldn't understand what was going on. <laughs> but I didn't get too far in the story anyway, so I don't really. 
care. Uh, <laughs> and then aside from some of like the enemies blending in with the background, but like otherwise, like the music's great, the art's super cute. Uh, the uh, the Japanese voice acting is great. <laughs> ADK. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Had had lots of fun. Awesome. Good. Once again, playing multiplayer games with me proves to be a blast and a half. All right, so I'm up. <clears throat> uh, oh, love no. the game. It's beautiful in terms of aesthetics. I love the '90s, good '90s anime, which is rare. It feels it feels like um, might be Magic Knight Ray Earth a little bit. Just I don't know the character designs. Anyways, um, yeah, the music is some of my favorite, and I've heard in a while. Really, really love it. Gets me pumped, and I will probably keep listening to it. It's a lot of fun. It's I don't know. Has that I missed out a lot of really fun arcade games, and despite missing out on a lot of them, I have like misplaced nostalgia for our, for arcade games. Like I feel like I played a lot of them, even though I haven't. So whenever we play through, when I get I get really happy and excited, and uh, yeah, I just, the gameplay is great. This is like. Like I said earlier, I suck at Puyo Puyo, but I really want to be good at Puyo Puyo. But this way, this feels a lot like Puyo Puyo, but I am good at it, or at least in terms of our small circle, I'm good at it. And uh, my small circle will be me and Shelby. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and, it's and more this, of a line than a circle. But I, okay. I beat the story mm-hmm. mode, so props for that. It is quite difficult. Uh, yeah, so no damage. Graham's great. I recommend everybody play it. Get it on Steam so I can play with whoever gets it. It's not very expensive. Go. Do it right now. Pause the episode. Eight bucks. Go get it. All right, Sagey. So this game is back from from a time where super productions look very different from what they do now. Games now are less about mechanics or less about how they, they feel when you play it and more about looks, more about trying to, to resemble, well, movies because people think that movies are really, really slick. And when when critics or when people are trying to say something cool about a game, especially to people that are not gamers, they say it looks like a movie. So saying that a game looks like a movie is it's like the highest praise that you can give nowadays. But have you guys noticed that when people say about a movie that it looks like a video game, they're saying exactly the opposite? They're saying that, it's, <laughs> that it looks really, really crappy? So <laughs> it's true. So this, this time in video games, uh, they, they were simpler times and, and games really didn't have the, the capacity to produce high fidelity graphics or high fidelity sound for that matter too. Um, so games really had to focus on giving something to the players that is really, really unique in gameplay. That being said, uh, Twinkle Star's Price is one of those games that it knows what it is. Yeah, you can draw similarities with other games, mechanics, and it, as I said, with, with Puyo Puyo or other cute maps, but really it's it's all about the game. It's all about how it plays. It's, it's getting your mind in, into the mechanics of it. And the rest is just there to embellish the mechanics. And, and now I wanted to play this game with you guys for a really long time. And I, I, I remember mentioning this this game uh, a couple of times. It's in my list of, big, of best games of all time. It's a game that I enjoy a lot. It's, it's a game that I cannot think of other game that reminds me of this game. I don't think other games have done. Talk about it. Sigma Star Saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I agree completely. <laughs> uh, although I can see Left's point. Um, and it's perfectly re- respectable that this game is not for all players, of course. As uh, I agree with, with Rob, uh, everyone should, should play this game. At the very least, if, if you're interested in in, in games and playing something something different, something unique, something fun just for being fun, uh, play this game. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm going to give it 
no damage. Yeah. I think it's it's the most recommendable game ever. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. That's three hearts, three and a half hearts out of four. If Lef was sleeping this week, it would have been a perfect yeah. game. <laughs> isn't it isn't it so standard of the bonus barrel for Lef just to drag the rating through the mud? <laughs> it's, it's well next week maybe it won't be you who drags it through the mud. Ooh. Maybe it'll be me. Oh. Wait, I don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Left, you were the, the downer on all the fun old <laughs> games that we play. What did you give Space Harrier? Do you remember? You know, if if we could redo Space Harrier, we I would can. be much kinder to it. Um, Let's do it right now. I'm going to give Space Harrier no damage. Uh, quarter damage. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Space Harrier is great. I love that. But game. here, especially <laughs> you, when it comes to Space Harrier, you turn me on to the music so much. The music it's is fucking amazing. great. Yeah. So, have you when ever I heard first of... played it, didn't like it, now absolutely love it. Yeah, well, that music helped a lot. Have you ever heard so. the Space Harrier theme, Shelby? No. Oh, I you've got to listen to it after the episode. You might, you <laughs> sometimes like good music, so you might like this a lot. What? I'm just kidding. You like a lot of the same music I do. It's great. It's no, it's no Castlevania 1 soundtrack, but it's really well, good. Well, if we're going to play your soundtracks, then you're right, because it's only the main theme that's really so catchy. Yeah, exactly. As far as main yeah. themes go, I cannot think of many that I would put up there. I would put that up there with the Zelda main theme. It's so good. <laughs> All right, we're getting yeah, off Yeah, yeah, we're off topic. Yeah, especially, uh, so. at, especially at the end of the show. Yeah, Space Hero is great, too. Go play that. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so bonusbarrel.com is dying, or will it's in this death throes. So just go to Facebook, Twitter, uh, Cartridge Club. Uh, it's in death row. Death throes. Like, it's dying. <laughs> like, first we'll lose the blah, 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 and then the blah, blah, blah. There you go. Uh, okay. Yeah, so anyways, I uh, just want to remind people, because there's some people who do listen through it. And, but SoundCloud, Bonus Barrel is really easy, or just Twitter, or, or Cartridge Club. Any of those places, they're fucked. Uh, yeah, and next week's episode should be interesting, and then I think our Valentine's Day episode's after that, so that's... We've got a good couple weeks coming Yeah, some fun stuff coming up in the old BBHQ. Alright, well, thanks for listening. This is Rob. Shelby. Left. And Seiji.